Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah,
But yeah, so keeping on with um. She the topic girl today. <laughs> keeping on with uh, celebrity news. How you feel about Steve Harvey losing these jobs to uh, women, white women? Um, like I said before, we um before we talked about it. No. Before we started recording, like I said, I got a question to ask you. Do you really like Steve Harvey? Like, do you care if he loses his job? Um, like I, I, I had said, I feel as though he got, like, a lot of jobs. So, mm. I feel like they kind of oversaturated him in general. Mm. It's kind of like, okay, you can give somebody else a little piece of that. Mm-hmm. So, for him to have so many, I feel as though people really wasn't interested in all of them. But I think his Steve Harvey show was actually, real ratings was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, Little Big Shots I never watched that I don't know how far they got into that with that show mm-hmm. I just never watched that show Um, but I don't want to say I care if I don't care but my thing is if you chose him to do this it's like why take it away now like what's the reason yeah. for you took it away if you wanted him dissaturated all over the damn mm-hmm. place we know he got this 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 and that so you know, I just feel as though some other talent is nice to see after a while, you know, because only for so much Steve Harvey you gonna want to see, you know. But yeah. I don't, I don't be feel like yeah he lost his job or whatever, like yeah that motherfucker always talking shit, like not like that, like mm-hmm. I don't look at it as karma, I look at it as nothing mm-hmm. because you know everybody was saying with the whole Monique thing it was karma. I Yo, I'm just about that. to get into that. <laughs> Did you watch it, the Mo- Monique? Yeah, thing? I, I watched that. I don't, I don't like, I didn't like the way he was treating Monique like he wasn't coming from a place of understanding he was coming from a place of I'm I'm rich already yeah you know what I'm yeah, saying like was. the way he was he talking was. Monique was like yo like you you my brother like why are you talking to me like this or, or whatever the case may be so I didn't like that you know I don't really like I said I don't want nobody to lose their job especially a black man at, at that but you know if you kissing all these white folks ass and shit like that like I feel like on top of that, I listen. You was the last. You, I'm gonna keep it G. You corny, Steve Harvey, corny motherfucker. <laughs> like he was the last person I wanted to watch on Kings of Comedy. <laughs> like Cedric did. was popping, <laughs> Bernie was popping, DL Hughley was popping, and you, you just, you know. So that's why he was the host. Yeah, that's why he. That's exactly why he was the host because I heard that he was getting booed when he was, when he was um actually doing the stand up before he became the host. And they switched it around, and he became the host, mm. and let them do like a like he was still um, throwing jokes out there as the host, but he was letting them do the whole. Oh, uh, do the majority. Yeah, do the majority of it. Yeah, okay. so that's what I heard. But um, as long yeah. as the um, uh, DLU show getting canceled, I like that show. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. show real for real. But besides that, it's two different show styles. Um. With the Steve Harvey show, I feel like he got like a whole talk show. Yeah. And it's kind of like on some Oprah type style, Wendy Williams mm-hmm. style. Um, I feel as though, I guess they want one from a male's perspective. I feel as though a lot of people don't really look at men's perspective on the show that, that way. Because they're so used to people, men's show being like how Jimmy Kimball's show is and mm-hmm. the late night show is though it's just a dude at a desk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talking to somebody across from the desk and then, you know, they got talent at, at the end of the show, performances. Mm-hmm. They're so used to men like that, real lit like that. So when you see a man in a setting on almost kind of like Oprah or, or, mm. or Wendy Williams, it's kind of like, well, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it's a disconnect. I don't people, you know people really still care. I think that. it's a disconnect because I, I don't watch his show because I think when it, I think his show, I'm not mistaken, you could look it up, but uh, um, his show is based on like relationships and stuff like that, like giving advice and all that. 
um, also life advice too. But I can't listen to somebody like that that been rich for so long and have been kissing ass for so long that when they do try to give advice, it don't come from a neutral place. It come from a, a, a wealthy place. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It come from uh, a place where people have money. And you know, when people talk like that, it does. It don't relate to me. You know what I'm saying? It don't relate to me. So, like I said, I don't really. I don't really got no bad blood with him. I, I, I'm not gonna say I don't like him, but I don't really care if the show <laughs> get canceled or not. Yeah, I just, I, um, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure he, he, I don't know what type of contracts he's has. Hopefully, he owns whatever he, mm. what he, whatever he put out, so that way he's definitely securing money off that. You know, mm-hmm. so hopefully all his contracts was was decent enough to where I thought he was eating pretty good when he had it. Um. Oh yeah, yeah Steve you know, Harvey is got, wealthy. You know, because he he got to keep his woman in Gucci and gold. Yeah, you know, but you know, he got to keep her fine ass. And, he's wealthy. <laughs> got to keep her looking good. You know. Mm-hmm. Lori Harvey. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> That's Lori. Marjorie, Mar- Marjorie Harvey. I got Lori <laughs> Harvey they, they on my list. They call her Lady Heron in, in the streets. Mm-hmm. That's Lori <laughs> in the streets. Yeah, so you know you got to keep her ass in Gucci and gold. You know, mm-hmm. shit, her ass might be fucking. Collecting some coins on the low, you know. But anyway, move on. I heard she's about to have her own talk show. You heard about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better have her own. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. She, she, all she can do is give some advice on on the finessing because no, the, the tea is <laughs> how she be giving it up. So, um, yeah. Moving on. So you want to get into some basketball love? Um, yeah, I'm just going to talk a little bit about B-Ball. Y'all know how I do it for the fellas. Um, uh, everybody, well, for those who don't know, Golden State is advancing to the finals without KD. Uh, right now, they showing that, you know, uh, in my eyes, they still not need, they still need KD, but they don't need him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, um, like Shannon Sharp said. They was great without KD, but with KD, they made him, uh, he made him unbeatable. So, um, yeah, I feel like KD is bouncing after this year, you know. Now now that they actually win him without KD, I feel like KD is out of here, you know. A lot of choices that he could go to, which is the LA Clippers. Um, you know, he could go to the LA Clippers by himself. Of course, they might, you know, have another superstar with him, but he could go to the Clippers by himself. But if he go to... um. Uh, New York Knicks, he's going to need about uh, two or three superstars there. So, he's not going to go there by himself. But, yeah, the Golden State Warriors is advancing to the finals. And um, right now, it's tied 2-2 with game five uh, tonight. So, it's tied 2-2 against uh, Toronto and Milwaukee. I feel like um, Kawhi is injured. So, I'm going to say it's a uh, 75% chance that Milwaukee will be advancing to the finals. You know, because of because of Kawhi. Kawhi is very injured, you know what I'm saying? So what happened to him? Um he always been injured. It, even when he played for the Spurs, he's been injured. But right now I think he got um I think he got problems with his knees. Like when he came down, when he when he uh he he made a layup, he came down, he was limping on one knee. He dunked on Giannis, came down limping on a whole different knee. <laughs> So, yeah, so, but he, he fighting through it, though. He fighting through it. Right now in the series, the game series is tied 2-2, game five tonight. And, um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll see, man. Like I said, I feel like Milwaukee will come out of that. 
you know, um, they need, they need, uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe need to put in more work, you know, he, he haven't really put that much work in since, since the, since the playoffs, since the first round of the playoffs, so, yeah, we'll see, though, I got Milwaukee coming out of that, I don't want Milwaukee to come out of it, but it's more than likely Milwaukee will come out. And yeah, that's all I got for now. Oh, for let me the ask um, you a question on basketball. How do you feel about players that um smoke that, marijuana? No, that do trade that, like trade teams a lot compared to like the franchise players, the ones that like stay down. Mm, I feel like the ones that the one that the ones that get traded to to a lot of teams, but the ones that actually want to get traded around like that, I feel like they are holes <laughs> because they bounce around too much trying to. Seek a ring, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, when I was growing up, you stuck with that team. You was really trying to build the dynasty. Either you win with that team or you lose with that team. Of course, a couple of cats bounced around, but it it wasn't as frequent as it is now. Now everybody trying to build a super team, and um, it's no competition like that. You know, is you can't really show your true talent if you're trying to build a super team. So I think that's that's some whole shit. That's just me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but that's. But no, all I, I like to see players that's been on the team for like ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I like that. It's, no, like Kobe. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. That's my favorite player. Shouts out to Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> With LeBron, no. I understand why LeBron left. That's Cleveland. why I thought KD was going to be for uh yeah the last team he was on. OKC. KD left OKC because of what uh Russell Westbrook because he was a ball. So he wanted to go to a team that actually um, moved the ball around, which is, which was Golden State. Golden State went to go seek him. He never went to go seek Golden State. Okay. So now, since he's in Golden State, now he's playing a lot of iso ball. Iso ball is basically like you got a whole say like it's a five on five, right? But you the main one that's trying to you're not trying to pass the ball around. You know what I'm saying? You just taking the ball up all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like iso ball. So that's what they call iso ball. Like, um, it's basically, it's one on five. That's oh. what it is. Yeah, it's one on five. So, yeah, but um, I can understand, like I said, I can understand why LeBron did it, you know, because of, um, he had problems with that organization, was with someone in that organization. He went to Miami. Um, and then he went back to Cleveland, got them a ring. And then now he with the Lakers and he's going into his 17th season, so. I can understand why LeBron did it, but anybody else, I don't. This that's some whole shit. What about uh, Carmelo Anthony? Because I feel like he, I feel like he honestly can like if he would have stayed with one team, I feel like he would be like the Iris and the person who's good but never got a ring. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's exactly. Sorry, y'all, my keys. I'm trying to move them, but um, that's exactly what it is. Like people do not give Carmelo Anthony his due due diligence you know his respect because um he's a great player like he's a he's one of the most dominant post players i ever seen you know he could he could score within within mid ranges he could score he could score you know post you down and like kobe said kobe said one of the hardest players for him to d was carmelo anthony because his post game you know he was very dominant and people don't like to give him his stripes um, me personally, I think he's a um a first ballot Hall of Famer just because of his accolades and everything like that. Yeah, I, he's not going to go out with a ring because um the type of ball that he play, he doesn't play team ball. He plays like like KD ISO ball. Mm. You know, he doesn't play team ball. You know, um 
he can shoot, but that's his downfall because he—that's all he—that's all he really do. You know, he don't facilitate the ball a lot. So, um, but yeah, I give respect and respect though. I fuck with Carmelo Anthony. He's not gonna get a ring though. He's gonna be like another Iverson. Only difference is Iverson stayed with the same team until the end of his career. And normally, when you at the end of, end of your career and you bounce from team, 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 it ain't because that's what you want to do. You're trying to stay employed and you're trying to secure the bag. So when you retire, you'll be well off. You know, and that's what Iverson did. You know, he went to the Denver Nuggets and then um, he retired as a Sixer. And Carmelo, um, wait, Carmelo Anthony, he was a Denver Nugget. He went to New York and then he went to the um, from New York. He went to OKC from OKC. He went, yeah, he was he was just bouncing around trying to find a home, man. And he was just getting denied. And you know, from the type of ball he played, everybody said he washed up. But I know a couple of, I know actually. A lot of starting plays that he's better than right now that I could actually name. So, yeah, shout shout out to um, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, shouts to him. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Lala. Shouts to everybody. Shouts to Keyshawn Powell. <laughs> <laughs> shouts to all y'all. Keisha. <laughs> Fuck you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so let's get into these rappers getting shot at and these tour buses and every pit stop they making Mama. show stop they making they getting damn shot at mm-hmm. what's going on like I, I didn't even know it was this many beefs going on yeah I just saw a video I don't know if you saw it when YF and Lucci and it was another rap and stuff like that um they was they was in a park playing ball and somebody just started letting off shots oh, at them so that was one NBA young boy his his uh, situation, the shooting that happened at Rolling Loud or whatever, and I guess T Grizzly was involved. On top of that, Kodak Black getting arrested, and then now he they recently found evidence of his fingerprints on a handgun that was fired at another rapper, and I, if I'm not mistaken, last year or the beginning of this year, and who else? Um, um, who else? Uh, Yo Gotti. Um, so much. I, we said offset already, right? No, you didn't say offset. Yeah, offset. You know they, he 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 was in the studio, but but he left before the shooting happened. And then after he left, that's when the shooting happened. They just sprayed like a whole drum clip, and the car just you know they sprayed the whole drum clip in the car, aiming at the studio. You know, thank God he wasn't there. Um, Did anybody get injured from all these shootings? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, with the NBA young boy, somebody got killed. An innocent bystander. It it was reported at first that when the shots were fired, NBA young boy bodyguard went to go hunt down the gunman and actually killed the gunman. But instead, um, I mean, yeah, it went to go kill the gunman, but re- reports came out a couple of days later that it wasn't a gunman. It was an innocent bystander. Oh, wow. Yeah, so NBA young boy replied and said, I wish that was me that died because I guess he felt that. And now... He said that um, he will be paying for the funeral arrangements for that innocent bystander. Okay. See, this is this is sad. It's scary, you know, because it's, it's like, scary, man. It's scary because it's like, bro, like, what, what, where's where, what's is the ball being dropped at? Is people really having all these beefs, or is mm. people just seeking them out just random? You know what because it is? It's like, you might even if you rap street stuff. That don't mean you have enemies. It's kind of like, where is this coming from? Do these people really is still involved in the streets? Are they mm. people that are 
associated with, so involved in these streets, they just retaliating on them. What is it? Because it's like it's really dangerous. People just trying to make their money, had had these shows, yeah, and they really getting their life threatened just mm-hmm. by basically doing their job, and mm-hmm. so to speak. Cause that's where they're located at. Yeah, I think um, I think these rappers are having um. Uh, I'm trying to talk over. It. I think these rappers are having a uh, identity crisis, and I think it's that because um, they don't know the difference between getting out, getting out of the hood, and you know, like yo, like once you make it, your whole objective is is to get out the area that you come from. If you if you are in a derogatory area, you know, if you are a part of that street life, and the objective is to make it out. And people are intertwining that with with what they with their career, and you can't do that because that shit follow you at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you know you don't have to prove that you gangster. Like yo, if if you live that life and you want it and you trying to get out, and then when you make it, you don't have to prove that you still that dude because you got money. You already know you put in work. Now you can switch up. Now you got money. Now you can start doing positive stuff. Or you could you could you could preach the stuff that you did in the past all in your music all you want. But still do positive things, man. You don't have to prove to nobody that you a thug or yo, you know the work that you put in. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think people get it confused. I think people still think that they gotta still do thug thing, things and they still gotta be back in the hood because that'll make That'll make people well, or that'll let people know that they still hard. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Trust me. Or like, I just feel like I keep talking about how the access, the access people got, and like what they do with it. Like at the same time, like some people might not even be bringing that, and that some people might not even know where this shit comes from, but mm-hmm. it happens. Like some people like really may not know, and some people may know exactly what's going on, and they just still moving recklessly, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with these rappers, what they're doing, but they need to definitely be careful, especially if you got innocent bystanders like your friends, maybe yeah. your girlfriend, your whoever, you know, you never know who might be on on the tour bus with you or who might be, you know, what's what, and they just get shot up on some innocent shit, you know, you putting other people's lives, you know, mm-hmm. at risk for some shit that you get in the middle of, and you just thinking, oh yeah, I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing this, you know, and mm-hmm. you're untouchable, and it's like, Yo, like, so because your bodyguard fat as hell on me, he's like, <laughs> gonna stop some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't always happen. Like, so. You know, rest in peace, rest in peace, banger. But look at Troy Ab's situation. His bodyguard, he had a bodyguard. He got killed. You know what I'm saying? So, you just gotta be mindful of, like, you know, you can't take everybody with you when you, when you make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to switch up your entourage. If your entourage still want to be on that bullshit, you got to leave them like, yo. Or you just got to let them know how it was. Yeah. Via FaceTime or you know like come saying? back exactly. to like, like, you can love niggas went. from afar. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes you're not like, shout, shout out to the, shout out to the entourage, entourage that's really like that, but they don't want to jeopardize whatever the main person got going on. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like the, 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 the entourage that's, that's low key. That's cool. That's ready to go out and everything like that. But if something happened to that artist, they ready to jump in front. You know what I'm saying and handle the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I forgot what I was. I forgot what I was gonna say. I lost my train of thought. But yeah, but 
these people need to um slim their entourage down or like be like, yo, if you into that bullshit, keep that over there, don't bring that over here because you know I got oh, yeah, a lot of risk, huh? I know I was gonna say. And then you gotta re- you gotta realize, yo, it's a lot of jealous people out there in the world that you don't know, but they know you because of your music. So when they go to your concert, they mad that you made it. They mad that you had the op- act the actual opportunity to actually be there. Sorry, sorry, y'all. Look, look, we we just record, we just record, or whatever like that. You know, if you hear any noise in the background, just excuse it. You know, we just we just record. And like I said, man, we want to come up, man. You know, we still doing it, but sorry, man. You know, we got kids at the crib. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah, like I said. These rappers got to understand that they have haters out here. They have people that hate them. They don't know the haters, but the haters know them. So when they show up, when they show up to these shows and these and these concerts, they only there for one reason: to either snatch your chain, hate, or do something dangerous to you. You know what I'm saying? And you can't be one of those, especially if you all you're talking about is killing, killing, thug, thug. They gonna test your gangster. They gonna see if you really bout that life, and it's real niggas out here. So you just gotta be mindful of how you move and shit. You gotta, you gotta really be mindful. You yeah. said people think because they get a bag, they're a hero, or mm-hmm. they, or they're invisible. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, nah, that money ain't no damn shield, my nigga. Like, money definitely ain't no shield. <laughs> niggas will find you in a heartbeat. Oh my god, heartbeat. Niggas will find you and, in a heartbeat. And honestly, they don't even really be that. They don't even really be that paid because the more money you get, the more mature you are, and the more you realize I don't need all this stuff. This yeah. is not, you know, what I'm saying when you knew you may get all that other extra bullshit coming your way. Then the more you grow, the more you realize I I can't talk, I can't have this. You know these what I'm niggas ain't holding the money right. I don't hear not none of these little niggas talking about investments. I don't hear <laughs> about none of these little niggas. All they doing is worrying about the drip. They worrying about how many guns they got. How many, these niggas, these little niggas ain't moving right. I understand, like your first, your first couple of years of you touching you are, you money like that. Up, yeah, you gonna fuck it up, but yeah, after a while you gotta understand, you gotta start learning and maturing and, that's when and motherfuckers shit. Look up and they're like, "Well, my money at this time, people stole from me." Mm-hmm. Nah, motherfucker, you just wasn't paying attention. You wasn't paying attention, exactly. Yeah, that's when people want to start. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Motherfuckers and whatnot, but yeah, so we're gonna move it along too. And staying in the own rapper tip, we're going to uh, focus on female rap and the increase in female women in rap right now. And honestly, they're actually hotter than men. Because mm-hmm. the men, men are a little icy. Women ice, hot. Ice. <laughs> the, women, the women real hot out here in these streets. How you feel about that? Um, yo, shouts out to... Shouts out to the rappers, you know? Because... I noticed, like, Rap City says, she don't want to be called a female rapper. She want to be in the same category as a male rapper. So, you know, shouts out to the shouts out to the rappers. I'm just going to label y'all female rappers because I don't know any other way. Now, y'all rappers at the end of the day, but y'all female rappers. So, shouts out to y'all, man. I'm really proud of y'all. Um, you know, uh, right now, I feel like the game is more focused on acting. You know, the females and the males now, you know? Yeah, it is. It switched around, you know? Shouts out to mm-hmm. Meg the Stallion. Shouts out to Cardi B. Shouts out to Rap City. She could she could really rap. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to the... Even though, you know, I haven't really heard their music, but shout out. Shouts out to the City Girls. Shouts out to um her. Shouts out to SZA. Shouts out to Janae Aiko. Shouts out to... Uh, to um, 
Who 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 else we rapping? Remy Ma. I don't even know if she coming out with anything anymore, but she's still relevant because she got she, she got a thing going on. Shouts out to her. Yeah. Um. Whoever, man, you know, like yo, y'all really doing y'all thing, and you know, yeah, yeah. I I I, I fucks with what's going on right now. I really do. Yeah, I like I like that it's just more than just one. You know, I like that it's multiple. You know, mm-hmm. it's giving us ladies options. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We wanna. Shake, shake a little something. We got that. We want to talk our shit. We got that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We want to just chill and vibe. We got that. Even, y'all you know? even got conscious yeah. female rappers that's just rapping that shit. So shout out to that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's a nice balance. It's nice, you know, because men been dominating for so long. You got women with a little little window peeking in here and there, mm-hmm. you know, and then she feels like she got to be a super sex sexy just so she can get some type of attention, which... Women do in general, you know, mm. they, you know, sex gonna sell either way. But, you know, shout out to the ones that, and shout out to the women that's not out here altering their body just to um, get some attention. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Female, female, like uh, her, inter, in entertainment. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like her. <laughs> <laughs> Even like you know, make the same. Her body looks pretty real to me. Her body yeah. looks real. Look, don't look all dramatic. But like, yeah, you know, I like, like Meg, I'm like, I like Meg style. Yeah. I like Drizzy. I like Cash Doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash Doll. Yeah, I, 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 fuck, I love she's Cash Doll. Coming in real hard. Yeah. yeah, shout out to all the women with that, the, the confident, confidence in their raps, you know? You know, so. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Yeah. Before we proceed, shouts out to the battle rappers. Okay. The girls and the guys? Both? Both, but preferably the guys. Shouts out to y'all, man, because, yo, I've been on Battle Rap since since 2010. That's when Grind Time... Actually, no, 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 I'm lying. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Wait, wait, wait. Let, wait where, that, where that horn at? I'm lying, y'all. My first Battle Rap I ever saw was, Mur- was uh, Murder Mook versus Party Artie. So, yo, I've been on Battle Rap ever since then. That's, that's back in the Smack DVD days when... When Smack had Jeezy on that motherfucker, when Smack had Mano on that motherfucker, when Smack had, it was a whole bunch of people. Yo, I re- I was on Battle Rap for a long time. I don't know what year that was. I'm guessing that's 05, 06 or something like that. Yeah, and then, you know, I guess it was Murder Mook Party Artie, and then it was T-Rex, Uncasa. Yo, I've been on Battle Rap for a minute. I'm proud of y'all. I'm proud of the movement. I'm proud of where y'all are going. I'm proud that now... You got mainstream people coming to y'all events, and they come to y'all events heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the mainstream people talk about it. Shaq, Floyd Mayweather was up in there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of heavy hitters. So, yeah, I want to I shout y'all out, man, for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, shout them out. Yeah, so, speaking of Lady Rap, also, you know, Little Kim and Little C's, I guess they, Little C's apologized to her. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, how they wasn't really speaking for a long time because, you know, she had went to jail for basically lying and say she didn't know them. I heard about, <laughs> you know, it I heard was about like that. A, a situation where so I don't think they were really speaking for a while. So, did he snitch? Um, if if I remember correctly, I think that, I don't, he might have threw her under the bus or basically let her just kind of, like, fall by the wayside. I think that's what the real deal was. Yeah, yeah. Because, um... I think she does. She kind of lie on the stand saying she didn't know them or something like that. Mm. But she did. <laughs> and then she wanted to go to jail. And I guess they didn't or whatever the case was. I don't even know. I literally forgot why. Yeah, I got to read up on that. Forgot why. But um, he apologized to her. The um, Biggie's forty seventh 
birthday party, you know, celebration or whatever. It's Biggie Smalls. <laughs> wow, that was your Biggie uh, <laughs> impression. It's Biggie Smalls, I'm rapping what? Nah, you gotta do a different one. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, still female rap news, still female rap, like, still in the um, 90s female rap, the legendary female rap. Foxy Brown got booed. Got booed off stage at one of Candy's uh, dungeon uh, show events. She got booed off stage. From what I've seen, the video that I've seen, she was basically like, <laughs> it was music in the background, mm-hmm. and she was singing, a, rapping a whole different song. Damn. Like she was rapping a whole different song from what was being played in the background. Damn. And she was steady rapping. Damn. Her um, man says with her, was kind of like tapping her, like, you know, let's go, let's go. They was booing her, and she was like, no, I still want to rap. <laughs> like she was just mm. like, you know, still telling her DJ to play it, and I'm just like, wow. It just really wasn't good. It looked bad. Like, it really looked kind of sad, too. You yeah. know, you never gonna see, like, nobody that's been in the game for that long yeah. go out like that. Yeah. Probably be like, oh, wow. Like, you know, feel sad a little bit. <laughs> you feel a little yeah. bad. Like, yeah, she's going out like that. Yeah. Getting booed and whatnot. Cause Damn, she, And they were saying, like, you know, because she couldn't hear. But honestly, I really don't believe she was deaf. I don't know why. <laughs> I never, I never Damn, took that. Fuck. Like what you couldn't I hear? I never really took that like that hard, that like in, that in depth that she yeah. couldn't hear. Like I thought that was kind of on running joke. I never really took mm. it in depth. <laughs> like damn. so, I'm like, damn, that she really couldn't hear. Yeah. Like, cause she really was rapping a whole different song. Like. Mm. Damn, crazy. Fox. Damn. Yeah. But that's. Yeah. That, that kind of <laughs> put, put damn for the show. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Foxy. Mm. I don't even yeah. got no more to say about that. <laughs> yeah, that is messed up. She getting booed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, speaking of women going tapping to double standards between men and women. Double standard. What's yeah. a double standard? A double standard is when. Look at the real definition of the word double. Standard. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get the real definition of double standard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people they talk about double standard but then they got a whole nother definition of double standard you know what I'm saying do y'all know what double okay a rule or principle which is unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups that is a double standard okay Okay. (laughs) we said the same thing okay (laughs) so that's a double standard so um me and her had a conversation off the air, and I said a double standard, for example, is when a female call niggas broke, but they be broke themselves, but then they be asking the nigga for money, and when he saying like, yo, I don't I don't have the money to give you this right now, you know, I spent it on bills, and then she come back, oh, you a broke nigga, da 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 and then he reply, you calling me broke, but you asking me for money. So what that makes you, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's a double standard. You know what? what what's a double standard with males? Tell tell me. My I think I think one of my responses was double standard with males. When you had some said something about how ho is for females and jiggle was for men or some shit like that. When it's I feel like. With that term "ho," I feel like people only want to just put that with women. They never really want to put that with a man, because mm-hmm. men be out here running through women like crazy too. But they never want to put that on men. They just say, "Oh well, 
he's just running the streets, so he's being the man. And it's just like, so he's just being the man? But <laughs> just fucking every girl he see was well, over a woman do that. It's like, oh, she a hoe. Don't fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know. I, let me tell you why that's not a double standard. What? Because another conversation we had off air is that men been doing this for centuries. Oh, Lord. We've been, we've been doing this back in the A, A B, D, C. It's been prostitution the whole since A, B, D, C. You know, exactly. <laughs> but we've been, we've been always been the dominant ones and stuff like that. So this been going back for years. And I can understand we do the same thing y'all do, but we, we can't be considered a hoe. We, we are considered a male gigolo, which is to me, we praise male gigolos because when you become a male gigolo, you become the man. Who, who, by who the fuck told you that? <laughs> you feel me? What, what, wait, what man told you that shit? <laughs> you become the man. Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, you, you looked at, like... You, you become the man at first, mm. then you be washed as hell after you ran through hella women, hella women don't want to deal and with you. And that's when you, you settle be, down. That's when you scrambled it for the one, the one the last one yeah. girl who's willing to deal with your ass. Mm, and, and you, you settle down. And you settle down with the last one girl that you, that you begged and scrambled up. Mm-hmm. Cause you done ran through all these damn women, and you washed the fuck up, and you trying to find somebody to settle a scrub mm-hmm. with. It's something about no. us men that we <laughs> no. gotta have multiple women. Even I feel like even if you are in a relationship, you always want to be like, you always want to be like dominant. Like you always like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's like being, being if, dominant don't mean you gotta have multiple women. No, but say like you want a relationship, right? And you know, your boyfriend just walking outside, chilling or whatever like that, going to the store. And you see a fine-ass, fine-ass <laughs> girl with a nice... And his mom, he want that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he want like, damn, yo, I don't want to disrespect my, my woman and shit, but yo, man, I, I really want... Like, some niggas go out on the ledge and actually talk to the chick. But that's just a male's nature. Like, and I feel like females can't get mad at that because that's just us. Because... To be honest, all right. Let me ask you this: I don't know if this is going off topic or not, but do you think males are more uh, are more jealous than women? Oh, I know about jealous, but I tell you, I told you, men, I feel like they're just as emotional as women. So I don't know necessarily know if it's just, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know if it's the jealousy part, mm-hmm. but I feel as though they still have some sort of an emotion. That they may feel the type of way if a woman um, mm-hmm. goes out her way to talk to some man or, you know, flirting with a dude or liking the dude a little too close or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he will have some sort of um, jealousiness in him, mm-hmm. you know. But he but he going to try flipping on her. <laughs> you know, he, he going to say he's jealous. He going to try flipping on her the type of way. I feel like... I feel like the way... The way... I feel like men men get hurt. Like, we hurt different than women. Yeah. And I feel like when y'all hurt us, it hit us ten times as harder than if we were hurt y'all. And I feel like that because I, I seen it and I experienced it and I seen it. And it's like, okay, a male will cheat on a female. And, you know, she get mad, yada, yada, yada. But let... Let your female fuck one nigga. His whole world is crashing. Like, he going crazy. And I saw it before. And, yo, and, it, and it's the truth. It's like, we are, we, 
Men can act like they not jealous. They can act like, oh, yeah, they, they too tough. Like they too emotional. cool. They not emo. Yo, men are some of the... Men are very emotional. Yeah. We are very jealous. Like say it. Yes, we are very... Um, 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 I'm not, I won't, I won't say demanding, but, um, we want to feel like we, we that, we that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can't speak for any other race, but my brothers, cause I don't, I don't, I don't know how Caucasian people handle theirs or I don't know how, the same way. you know, <laughs> I don't know how Asian people handle, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just speaking for the brothers right now. Probably the same damn way. We are very jealous and, you know, we, we, we could, we could fuck on a thousand women over there like that. But as soon as our women cheat with, yeah, as soon as our women cheat with one nigga, our perspective. <laughs> like, it's yeah. hard, man. It's hard, That's, man. I think, I, I think that some women, they don't do that because they look at themselves like, look. Mm. I'm not putting myself out there to be looked at as no hoe. I'm not disrespecting my dude. Mm. That's just how it is. You know, I only want for one dude, one dude only, and that's my nigga, my man. I don't like to say that word. That's my man or whatever. So, they don't really even, like, put themselves out there unless the dude just ain't shit. And he on some fly shit, and he was like, well, fuck it, you ain't about to hurt me this time. Like, Mm -hmm. some girls act like they're Teflon, too, and shit. And be sure you put yourself... Mm-hmm. putting themselves in situations where though they could just move all wild and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you ain't gonna hurt me this time. I'm doing my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Some girls do yeah. put themselves in those type of situations too. But all of that shit in, in general is not good. That's how people hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. That's how people moving forward don't know how to deal with a, a, a relationship uh, yeah. because of shit from their past because, you know, mm-hmm. I feel as though people don't go into a relationship with a clean slate. They always mm-hmm. gotta bring some shit with them. What yeah. they used to do from the past, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's not fair to it, the next it, person it, that they're dealing with. It, it I feel like you fair. should always come into something new with mm-hmm. a clean slate because whatever you got, whoever hurt you in the past wasn't that motherfucker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, just wait for him to hurt you if he's going to hurt you. Don't mm-hmm. just bring it into some new shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's how I feel. So coming in with it with a clean slate, like mm-hmm. with no like, well. I ain't about to get him my all because he gonna probably fuck me over anyway. Like you don't know that, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. In that perspective, with that double standard, mm-hmm. but the other one when you talk about with the whole money thing, <laughs> like the broke thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some girls do be wilding. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like niggas don't care if you broke. Like as long as you are a good fit for us, we cool. <laughs> but y'all care we broke. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all don't want to mess with no broke nigga when you be the broke one <laughs> and I be the one that be having money, but I gotta pay bills. You ain't paying no bills. But then you want me come out, come out my pocket for a bag that I could afford. But I'm like, why why you want that bag? And you like, oh, you ain't give me that bag, so you broke. And I'm yeah. like, well, if you if you think I'm broke, how you see this money right here? This is mine. How about you? Could you afford that bag? So yeah, man. Yo, before we get out, before we um close this um podcast out, right? I got a question. Could you date? Could you be in a, a three way relationship? Threesome or three way? Three way. Like was one like the guy has two women? Yeah. No. And like y'all just faithful to y'all. No. I can I think I can do that. Because you you, <laughs> you gotta it's nothing like yo, the fantasy is to have two women. <laughs> and like 
you know, like y'all cool, like we all live together. You know, you go with her, I go with both of y'all. Y'all both of y'all go with me. <laughs> no, you try to like be right. You try to be right. <laughs> yeah. And see what the fuck is, see, see what answers his ass give you. I don't know how the fuck this nigga pull it off. Go we'll talk to that light eyed motherfucker and see how, <laughs> and see what you can get some advice from. I see think how that's, far you get. <laughs> I think that's perfect, yo. Because you don't have to cheat after that. You got everything at home. She got everything at home. She got the best of both worlds. What if you she got don't the... want to fuck the girl? Huh? <laughs> what if she only want you and not the girl too? But, it's going to but, be some type yeah, of... Yeah, but what if, what if all y'all can make it happen? Yeah, you're going to either have to talk to that other motherfucker. What's that dude name? That be in the polygamy shit. I forget. But, <laughs> <laughs> but talk to those motherfuckers. You have to uh, be but yeah, to mo- Muslim do it the most though. They got like 18 different wives. I ain't even going to lie. I'm fucking burning it Alright, listen, y'all. I'm hot in here, yo. We about to close this podcast out. It's been a great one. I missed y'all. You know, I know y'all probably missed me, whoever been listening, yo. I know y'all. Y'all missed this Denzel voice and everything like that. But yeah, man, like I said, I missed y'all. Like I said, this podcast will proceed. I will not quit on y'all. You know, I'm about to finish eating these grapes. I'm about to finish drinking this wine. You already know how it is. This your boy, Tyrell, a.k.a. Dolo. Please tune in. And you now tuned in to the Holla at Your Boy podcast. I'm out. We out. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.